We are here on First Lady and Friends. We have a great episode with my friends, colleagues, coworkers, uh, besties, Sarah, besties, te- all the teammates, things, teammates. Kirsten and Sarah, we are going to do an update. Uh, we do this every once in a while. We have an update about what's going on at Show Up, all the crazy things we've been up to. Everywhere I go, people are like, you guys are doing so much. And I think they think we have a team of like 25 <laughs> or 30 people <laughs> running the show. And it's just us. Just us we just too. don't really sleep. <laughs> Scrappy. It's fine. We just do stuff. So this will be fun. Uh, first of all, uh, we just, I just got back from a crazy trade mission and I hope you all listen to the episode with, um, Deanna Davison. Uh, she was really intriguing and we talked a little bit. She's an MP. And for those of you that don't know really what that <laughs> means as, as far as it relates to, you know, the government, um, in UK, uh, you're not alone. We have no idea. I talked to her and I asked her and I still don't really understand, uh, how it all works. <laughs> I know we saw House of Lords people, we saw MPs, uh, we House met of Lords people. people and you know I sound really uneducated and that's because I am. And you're also a little jet lagged because you just <laughs> you haven't back. slept in a minute. <laughs> and even when I try to sleep at night, I can't. So, oh uh, you know, 2.30 this morning, it was great. Um, but while I was gone and it, we were gone for oh so long, it was a really long trip. Had some crazy stuff. Went to Morocco. Morocco what was your favorite was, thing? You know, Morocco was really cool. The stuff that the military is doing, our National Guard there is really amazing. I think, you know, going out, I mean, we flew in this uh, air, well, we, we flew in and then we went to um, Agadir and then we flew on a military plane over to this place where a lot of our National Guard folks had a humanitarian um I don't even know what to call it. But it was Isn't like there camp. some partnership between the Utah National Guard? Yeah, there is. Know yeah. About that. So talk yes. more about that. It's really cool. The reason we were there is because it's, it's a, the 20-year anniversary of this relationship between the Moroccan military and our Utah National Guard. And again, it started 20 years ago, um, uh, General Tarbet. And and what it, what's really cool about it is it, so they do these these joint training missions, and, and it's really powerful. But what's happened since in in that twenty years is that we we actually the U.S. military started this thing because of what we started in Northern Africa is they call it African Lion and now there are twenty five countries involved in African Lion and it's mm-hmm. a lot of these um, African countries and it it really is cool because we we can we just have a presence there which is really great uh, we have these joint training exercises. Um, the U.S. military has seen the value in it, and so they've put a lot of effort into it. Um, and 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 so there's what I did the one day was really cool. We we flew out to this really remote area, really, um, yeah. I mean, it's rural, it's remote. There there weren't a, a ton of people, but just villages every you know in different places there. And the military has set up basically like it, it's kind of like a mash unit only not for like wartime it's just for civilian time or you know like peacetime mm-hmm. but w- so you have national guard folks i mean we had doctors from the university of utah there that are also national guard um doctors from all over utah uh, nurses um practitioners they're there so like people in this area these you know pe- moroccans were getting medical care for the first time like 
ever wow. um, in their lives. So they were, wow. I mean, they were doing like women's care. So they were doing like ultrasounds. I mean, there were women who had never seen an ultrasound, did had no idea like when their babies were due. They were able to hmm. find the gender of their baby, you know, find out the gender hmm. and um, like for the first time, I mean, like that they'd never seen anything like that. Wild. Dental care. What I mean, there was cool people we, we watched in the dental, you know, they were doing dental work right there. Um, huh. and, and really, you know, it was really eye opening and people were bringing their kids. So there's pediatrics. So they were able to do so. I mean, they're literally doing these minor surgeries there where they're taking out, you know, tumors and different things. Um, so it was, it was unbelievable in these tents, basically, um, that were set up. And so it, one really powerful moment and just one that just made my whole day and trip and year, you know, whatever there was, I'm walking through and there was this dad, who um it, and neither of us spoke the same language so it was all just you know body language and smiles but there was a and hugs i got a, a hug from a, a son his son that had down syndrome and i mean it was a, an adult son but we just had this moment where i ran into him like he's my buddy and they're not i mean they're 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 you know they're very um not a lot of physical contact or, mm-hmm. you know, touch or whatever. And this boy with Down syndrome, of course, gave me a, the biggest hug and Aww. just made me want to cry. I mean, Aww. just everywhere we go, we just find that people are beautiful and people are amazing. And we've danced in this little, uh, you know, we had a little thing with all the little kids. They they do a thing where they, like, teach mm-hmm. them how to, you know, like, little rhymes and stuff about washing your hands and, you know, oh. good hygiene and, and different things like that. And so it, I, it was just really cool. And then we were – and then when we were in – we went from there, flew to Paris, but then I immediately went to Berlin to see the opening ceremonies. I think we should just put a quarter uh, in you and let you go here because so this great, sounded you guys. like it was incredible. Okay, so give us the background for the listeners. So, um, World Games, uh, the International Games for Special Olympics were in Berlin, and I was able to just get there. We we had some meetings set up, but I went to opening ceremonies. Um, I guess the most beautiful moment of that night, which, you know, anytime you go to opening ceremonies for Special Olympics, anytime you do anything with the Special Olympics, it's joyful and wonderful and the best day ever. But there was a moment actually when um, uh, the Ukraine team was introduced at opening ceremonies and the whole stadium, this huge, you know, Olympic stadium erupted in chairs and 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 applause and it was just it was i mean that's cool that was that's really amazing. cool and so we were able to to see that and then and the next day just meeting after meeting but also meeting with our delegation uh, we had yeah, some, so utahns were there yeah so we had a, a unified pair that were <laughs> olympia that, that weren't participating in the in the games, but they were participating as ambassadors. And then we had a unified pair of golfers or not golfers, bowlers, bowlers. And so we had a a bowling pair that, that I met with in their coach. And then I met with a lot of the, the, um, unified or the special Olympics folks, uh, went to some great meetings on inclusion and education, um, as part of the, as part of the whole experience. So it was, it was amazing. And then headed to, back to Paris, spent a couple of days in Paris. Uh, the whole delegation was, was there for the, the air show, which our aerospace industry is very involved, um, in that we have a huge, for those of you who don't know, have a huge aerospace industry in Utah, defense and aerospace. And so a lot of, a lot of folks were there, our, our, delegation was there uh and then uh 
And then we were in London for more trade mission talks, and that's where I I met with Deanna and 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 we had a great time there. And again, more trade stuff with our companies and and Britain's always great. I'm you know I'm a Britophile and I watch a lot of British <laughs> television, so I know everything about uh, Britain. And uh, they wanted to hear about what I knew. So and you've got a guest coming on in a week. Two weeks to yeah. talk a lot about what is a trade mission yeah. and what's World Trade Center Utah, right? A lot yeah. of people don't know that most states have a World Trade Center presence and that'll be really good. You yeah. Can, yeah. You can relive it again and again. Little preview. So we do Love these it. trade missions. They're exhausting. They are not a vacation, uh, you know, uh, as some people might think, but we we do a lot of um it's it's really packed. It's a lot of work, and we're exhausted. So we're trying to catch up. And <laughs> but we now just, you're home. Yeah, we dove right in. So and now you can sleep for a yeah. quick minute. Now we uh, try to sleep at night, which doesn't really work. Oh. But Sarah, I want to talk to you about we we were talking today about TED Talks. <laughs> so tell me about TED Talks. Okay. So this is a very nerdy thing my family does. I should I'm going to pin it directly on my nerdiest brother who came up with this idea that at the family reunion, whoever wanted to could put together a TED Talk and <laughs> present it to the family. <laughs> and it's on anything that you're like nerding out about at that moment. So there they run the gamut. They're the craziest things. So it, like the teenagers will do it on like the best songs of the year. My very own husband did an entire 10 minutes discussion on insulation because <laughs> he was amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. He was very into insulation <laughs> at the moment. It was surprisingly interesting. Everybody left like, oh, now we're fans of insulation. So they're great because anytime you get someone talking about something they're passionate about, you can't help. You get, you get sucked in. You get sucked in. Yeah. So we were talking about TED Talks. We had a meeting with Utah Foster Care yesterday and this came up. And so we asked everyone what their TED Talk would be on at the moment. Like, what was your latest weird rabbit hole yeah. that you went down? And one of the people in the meeting, like, immediately was like, oh, I do it on the history of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, he knew exactly what he was going to do. So, Abby, what would your TED Talk be on? Oh, gosh. You know, I, I have so many rabbit hole things. And I'm not one of those that, like, really deep dives into, like, internet stuff. But I do get, like... I do love British television. I was going to say, you could do one on British murder shows. Yes. I, you would I do know like all the people that have been murdered in Britain on television. <laughs> <laughs> or on murder there's podcasts. There's towns where I'm not sure there's anybody left because I've watched all the shows. And everyone got murdered. But I did find out while I was there that there's a, there's like certain areas, like like maybe three different little towns where most of this stuff is filmed. Like really? most of these British like televisions that's, that's are shows where the are filmed. film industry has decided. Yeah, so there's just like a few little spots. And when we were walking through huh. one place, there was literally a film crew doing something in one of the like places in London. Did they like, let you in because you're an well, expert on like, all things I British? I feel like they should. I they feel should. like I should have had at least a like a spot yeah, as an, an extra. Advisory role. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. Did you know that I know everything about British? Yes. Television? Do you know? And I would tell people that, and you know, British people, and they look at me like, hmm. Hmm. You're I'm not a real sure weirdo. <laughs> you do, but we'll take your word That's for it. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. So um, everybody be thinking about your TED Talk. What, yes. what would be? Because mine you know would be on Ed Sheeran's latest album. 
Oh. Because I don't know if you've seen the documentary on Disney Plus. No, I have not. I was not a fan of Ed Sheeran. I mean, I like him. Oh, He's I fine. I love him. But this documentary will make you love him even <gasps> I'm more. Gonna watch so it. watch I'm it immediately. Watch it because I do. <clears throat> me and Emma Kate are big fans. Or I can just present a TED Talk to you. Yeah, well, that too. Okay. That's shorter. But also so, uh, both. Probably. Yeah, we can do both. Yeah. And on Apple Music, they do, he has like a live concert where he explains mm. every song on the album. I would highly recommend it. So that would be my Does TED Talk. Does he explain any from other albums? Because I have to say, like, I am yes. so intrigued the by document, his... The documentary, yes. Okay. okay. So watch it. Watch it's a good one. Watch it with Emma Kate. Okay. It's a good time. Okay, I'm totally watching that. Yeah, yep. it's great. Doing it. Okay. Uh, Kirsten, what would yours be on? Okay, I'm going to throw you for a loop here. Oh, okay. I know a lot about the different types of sand. Just recently. Hold up now. Wow. Okay, like keep the different going. Okay. In the world. Like, there are, like, hundreds of different types of sand. The reason... This is so stupid. The reason we did this is because we wanted to get a sandbox for our kids. Okay. But I had like heard at Are you some point passionate in my, about feel, it though? Yeah. I feel okay, like keep going. I am maybe not I'm almost passionate. I'm appreciative, okay. like deeply appreciative okay. Okay. of the variety of sounds there are in the world. Okay, listen. <laughs> so I had heard like sometime in my life, I don't know, like one of those stupid things you file away. Our producer is like losing his I, crap. He's next. Give so me a chance. Get yeah, a, grab a microphone, what's your Josh. You're answering this be? question. <laughs> focus. We're not focused. Like this whole podcast isn't focused, Josh. We're not going to focus. <laughs> Okay, let's focus on sand, though. Okay, but yes. <laughs> See, but maybe I am if, passionate about if it. If we are going to focus, so sand is the So I heard that, subject. like, sand in sandboxes was, like, toxic and it was going to kill your children and, you know, like, make them all very sick and whatever. So as we were Stay going... Stay off the internet. I, well, I don't think I heard that on the internet. Like, oh, I think okay. it's just, like, been in the recesses of my mind somewhere, like... It's mostly cat poop. Okay, is the it's that, but it also turns yeah. out that some types of sand are like much more likely to like mold or like germs mm, or attract okay. animals okay. or okay. bugs or yada yeah, yada. Yeah. So I'm like on the search for like okay, googling safe sand for sandboxes, <laughs> yes. right? And then like I do as I do, and I just go to Chat GPT, and I was like, okay, what sand can I buy for my kids? It's not going to kill them. And then it lists out like. All these different types of sand. And, like, did you know there's purple sand some places in the world? There's white sand, and obviously we have that in Utah. There's okay. pit sand. There's masonry sand, which we comes from— We used to do from, the um, sand, like, when I huh. was in pre—when we t- when I taught preschool, like, the— we had like the southern Utah red sand that we would put in yes. our little sand things for the preschoolers. Okay, favorite coral sand. Yeah. Let me just okay. okay. Wait. Everybody else is going to have to Google this, but like just take a look at how gorgeous that is. We are googling right. Oh, and when you sand. just, I just think it's like that a, is a, a lot type of sand. Of geographical diversity I didn't understand in the world until just recently. And like, could I pull together a kick butt presentation that would blow your minds on the different types of sand? Yes, Josh Chilton, I can. (laughs) Thank you for asking. (laughs) Okay. We're going to move on. Uh, But it's a good, it's a good question to ask yourselves. What What, would your TED talk be going to be? And be thinking about it because you know, if I see you on the street, I'm going to ask you. Or submit it on our website and maybe we'll choose the best person and (laughs) come on a podcast. Come do a TED Talk on the podcast. I have some notes here, and I don't really know what they mean. So, Kirsten, I'm going to talk about this PBS special. Oh, okay. Oh, this is great. No, you you know all about this I know, PBS I probably special. do. I just am you not do. sure. I don't okay. remember. So, if you were not watching PBS a couple of weeks ago, she was watching, shame on, shame she was watching BritBox. Oh, I do. I am. Britbox, I have looked at. I've, re- I've done all the PBS special. All, all the PBS the stuff. British television. You have. But have you done the one about your house? 
Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> so it just came out. It just, I think as of today, yeah. is linked on the internet. So tell everybody about yeah. your cool project you did, and especially the people who are history nerds and Utah history nerds, like some of our former Cox and Friends podcast pals would really dig it, this stuff. Yeah. So... um I'm hoping I know what you're talking about. Oh my gosh. It's like the artist the series. The the artist series. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was like, you were saying the history of the mansion. I'm like, wait, it's not the history of the mansion. No, it's really cool, actually. This is our second year, actually, of it getting released. So the other, the last year's episodes were on there. But it's really cool. It's basically like, the way the 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 way the mansion is set up is that you know we don't want and this happened years ago and there was there's a whole history of the mansion that we won't get into here but um there the state owns the mansion and it you know maintains it like it maintains any other building like physically but you know the mansion is a different building it's a home and in some ways a museum and lots of you know different uses that that it has and so um basically to 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 furnish the inside of it we don't want to use taxpayer dollars Mm -hmm. um and so we there's a foundation a private foundation that raises money for the the interior stuff of the mansion um but what we do is we honor artists through this in the state that are amazing and in each artist uh night that we do we we do a a visual artist and a performing artist and it's really cool because people come and then you know people donate to to come and be to participate in that but we pick spencer and i pick the artists for the year and we celebrate them and honor them and then the performing artist performs and the visual artist gets to display their visual art and it's really cool. It's it's really cool. And we pick just people from all over. We pick different backgrounds, different experiences, different mediums. Um, it, it's really, really intriguing. And and so the second annual uh, PBS special has come out on it um, that we've done so far. And it's it's really it's really amazing. So you I haven't seen it, it online. Yet. Yeah. You can find it online um, just at PBS Utah's website. I've been scrolling through it it would be a great thing to just kind of have on the and, background but and i really don't want to like cases some incredible people yeah, yeah. yeah i mean it's really crazy it, there's there, you just don't realize the artists and the talent that we have in, in utah it's unbelievable we're just we're so blessed and i don't i mean i used to be on the pbs utah board and so i will give a little plug i do love um passport so if you want to subscribe to passport or pbs like it's really great because you i can go in and watch any special i've watched all the masterpieces all the british television you can take. <laughs> it's so delightful uh, did i tell you i love british television? Oh <laughs> i think i forgot to mention that so anyway yeah. so that's really cool so go find um let's talk about our service fair it was oh yeah it was so it was great you so guys fun. it was so great yeah i think we teased it the last time we were all together because yeah. we were working feverishly on getting it ready and it was more successful than any of us imagined it would be which was so cool so cool um my kids still just liked to be there for the bounce houses which is fine because yeah. they're face little painting face oh. painting was a hit yeah face painting was incredible but so many families there, so many groups of friends there trying to figure out how to make our state a better place this summer. It was really cool. I mean, we had almost 50 nonprofits there. Mm-hmm. We we actually had service projects there. So we were packing some food kits um, for Granite School District as well as, do you remember the name of the... 
Anyway, and we did pack some more kits, and then we so we had all these nonprofits that really had like ways to get involved. Literal, you could sign up for projects, you could sign up for volunteer opportunities with different organizations, and then we and then we had all these families that were signing up and pledging to to volunteer, pledging to do projects with with our nonprofits. So it really is this matchmaking opportunity. We we build it as you know, it's a fun day for the family to come and play, and it was, and then you. Also get to like figure out how to how to get involved with different nonprofits, and and what's been so great about us is figuring out like we've been visiting all these not uh, most of the nonprofits we have visited that mm-hmm. were there, yep. um, and we'll continue to visit different ones throughout the state. And what's really cool is like you just people just have no idea what what great um, organizations are out there and the, and the really meaningful things that they're doing and the populations that they're serving. And, um, and, and there's a lot of nonprofits that are doing working in similar spaces that connect with each other. Yes. Anyway, it's just, yep. we had the radio stations there. We had KSL there. We had, we, we were San able to Diablo churros, which will get oh, me so oh each and every Diablo time. Oh, they're so delicious. Good. Great Utah companies yep. that donated in kind stuff and food trucks. And anyway, we had such a party. Um, and one of the ones that my family signed up for. So our whole pitch was, hey, families in Utah and anyone in Utah, spend one day of your summer vacation giving back, right? Find an intentional service opportunity, and we're going to make it really easy for you to do that. So our family signed up for the Tiny Tim's Toys. Oh, which my gosh. You get yeah. to go. And, I mean, even my little ones can help put wheels on these little wooden cars and you had an opportunity. I this mean, connecting was, it back. We're just going to keep talking about your trip the whole time. Seriously, it was so crazy. So we're in Morocco at the place with the hospital, you know, with the, the, the clinics there. And, um, this, one of the, one of the doctors said, Hey, I've got these little toys. You want to come with me and give them to some of the little kids there? And I'm like, uh, yeah. So the, I saw this little boy, the mom was, had just been with him at one of the doctors and he was crying. He was in the stroller and she's, you know, kind of frazzled like we all are as moms, especially with littles. And she's trying to get out of there and she's got this kid in the stroller that's crying and trying to stay because he was, you know, having a I think, good time with the, with the other kids. And I just walked over there and I asked her if I could hand him this toy. And I look at the toy and I look up and it was the, the tiny Tim's. Um, toys and it was I'm like this is this is we know these guys we were just at the service fair with them and um anyway so I handed this and this little boy was so cute gives me a little kiss on my cheek you guys so cute was so so cute anyway so yeah that's that you're I literally handed that project that we did at the service the service fair i handed that toy to a little boy in morocco so so cool it, it we sometimes don't see the end result of those mm-hmm. yeah. service opportunities that we have but i was able to see that so um it's it's amazing it's really cool That's that was so cool. awesome and we're, we're pretty much planning on doing it on the first monday in june from here on out so yep. you know, and yeah. thanksgiving point is an incredible partner to us in this i mean seriously yep. they pull out all the stops for this event which is amazing and we had over 2500 people there oh yeah it was it, a party. Was, it was fun it was a party even the weather held off it was even crazy. the weather we, approved i was sure we that it doing. was gonna just like blow in and dump us and blow mm-hmm. over all our tents and every mm-hmm. bounce houses and it just sort of skirted around us and it ended up being just a fabulous night it was so fun so we're we're just gonna keep trucking along yeah. um can i share this one this yes. is a fun one okay so 
this is going to make you the coolest kid in your carpool because you can just drop this fact out here. Bryce Canyon National Park, one of Utah's mighty five, beloved, wonderful. What did my my son called it? Hoodoo Hill. Hoodoo mm-hmm. Hill. Um, just it's turning 100. It turned 100 officially a couple of weeks ago, about three weeks ago. And they're celebrating their 100th anniversary all throughout the summer. And so they have so many fun things going on down there. And a bunch of us from the governor's office and team got to go spend several days down there. And we worked hard. We did a bunch of meetings. And then we went and we, you know, hiked in the space and just enjoyed nature. We got to have an incredible um, experience with stargazing. Uh, Bryce Canyon National Park is one of the like one of very to few. Do that. Oh, it's, 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 sky. it's, it's a, a dark sky designation. Sky yeah. yeah, and mm-hmm. we have several in the state. Which I is, think we have twenty something. But yeah, I can say yeah. Knob. I know is one of them. Um, one of the places. Yeah, it's one of the benefits of being you know rural in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got to go out and just stargaze on the rim of the canyon, which is what's incredible. And then a great group of people who love to celebrate that beautiful, beautiful park put on a huge concert for the whole community with the piano guys. Um, it was really it cool. Was the piano guys beautiful. are like, if you don't know them, like, I'm sure you've heard of them. They're very famous, but like, they're just really good dudes. Yes. Like, they're so <laughs> They really are. And, incredible and performers. So incredibly talented and mm-hmm. it was really sweet. I think with the one moment in that concert, I was like, oh my gosh, yes. He was talking about, um, you know, practicing and how, and, you know, parents, you know, kind of thanking parents. I mean, I've been that parent. I've had that parent, yes. you know, mm-hmm. that pushed, pushed me and I pushed my kids to do well and, you know, keep practicing their instruments and you never know what's going to happen. And I thought he shared, I thought one vulnerable moment wherein Stephen Sharp Nelson talked about, you know, having ADHD and like that his dad, you know, really was, instrumental in helping him like channel that in the best possible ways mm-hmm. and um <laughs> and using it as a strength and uh, anyway i just that was very inspiring it was absolutely great. So everybody cool. should go check them out if you don't know that I mean, if, if, you, if you don't know that you've probably been living under a rock I know. <laughs> but also go visit bryce they're just doing yeah. the celebration yes. throughout the rest of the summer it's just really special to be there on in its 100th year you know and people may not know that it's cooler than the rest of the state oh, yeah, temperature wise yeah. oh yeah it's so i think it's a, a, like eight thousand yeah feet. So, so it's a it's, it's, it's a real treasure come july august when you need to cool off a little bit we we rode horses we did a trail you didn't come with uh-uh, we did the that. horses trail riding and it was it was great fun we did atvs though and my four-year-old was like losing his mind he only wants he like wants <laughs> to live in bryce now so yeah, right, yeah. we're oh, common yeah. i guess all he has so. to do all he does is atv i'd like yeah. to go yeah. there too and then we bebopped down to cedar city right after what did we do down there like yeah. we, we, you've just been running all so i have to say like you sat down once I'm very no, tired for you i know it's exhausting um i might like fall asleep as we were talking but it's good we we went to the utah summer games down there did the opening ceremonies and then had a really cool event. One we hope to replicate even bigger yes. and better. That's how we do. We always do our first event, our first year. Um, it's it's a, it's a start, and then we want to just make it bigger and better. Um, so we had a unified component to a, a unified event, unified Special Olympics event, with a bunch of families in the area of Cedar City and St. George, and had a soccer uh, clinic. It was so cool, but it's going to be bigger and better. And we we have some big plans with Utah Summer Games to have um, a partnership with Special Olympics Unified Sports. So we're we're really excited. That's still in the works. Um, but oh my but gosh, it was so fun! We're though. thrilled about it, and it was just like, being there at that clinic was so fun. Um, we had amazing people come out and just spend a really great Saturday morning together, learning how to hone in their skills. Yeah, and Abby, Abby, and the governor just like 
jumped right in. They just rotated throughout the different groups. It was pretty funny. <laughs> awesome. you, we can never get you to just like, you know, talk to the people. Like you were always <laughs> like, nope, I'm just going to do the thing. Especially if it's <laughs> sports related. Like yeah. if there's sports going on anywhere near you, you're like, yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah, you got to play. But, uh, okay, so we kind of went through trade mission, world games. We oh, we can yada yada through world games. But we do have some really interesting information that we will be sharing hopefully <laughs> soon as it relates to world games. So keep, stay tuned. Um, I can't make that announcement yet, but we're getting close to a really cool announcement around world games. Um, but yes. I know we're, we're in a little bit of a time crunch, so I want to get Sarah to talk about the teacher What's conference coming that's coming up. We are so close. We're getting down to just weeks from our second annual teacher conference. Uh, Sarah, what gets you so excited about this? <laughs> Besides the day after the conference when I get to sleep. <laughs> just yes. kidding. No, For the, a whole week, you get to yes. just not get it. Perfect. No, the conference is going to be amazing this year. Our keynotes are fantastic. We have Dr. Arthur Brooks from Harvard and he writes for The Atlantic and he writes some best-selling books. He's incredible. He's so good. Top five favorite intellectuals of all time for yeah. me. He's unbelievable. He's, he's great. So he's going to be coming and speaking about the science of happiness and how we can just be more happy in our lives and I am super excited for him. And then in the afternoon we are having Michael Bonner who is a an educator out of Georgia. He works for the Ron Clark Academy which is very well known mm-hmm. um, in the education space. So he is going to come. He's super energetic. He'll be fabulous. Um, I know the teachers are excited to, to see him. I do want to put a shout out if you guys are interested in seeing Arthur Brooks come and volunteer at the conference yes we are how looking, many more volunteers do we need we could use another 50 so okay. this is this is your time to really shine um but yes come volunteer come see arthur brooks we're gonna have the johnson files there again by back by popular demand they were hilarious last People year love them like rolling on the floor laughing it was so fun so we've got uh, businesses are stepping up in a big way as they do in utah to support we've got um, some really great donations from Thread Wallets and Crumble Cookies and Creamies. And that's just the fun stuff. But there's just oh so, my much, gosh, so, so much, much more. The, the list of businesses partnering with us this year is well, and meaning, humbling. Meaningful content. I think we always yeah. we love to because we want people to feel special. That's why the that's why the fun stuff is there. We want teachers to feel like the business community supports them. And they mm-hmm. do. That's what's crazy. Like, I don't think I mean, we always hear the negative voices um, and they're always loud. But what what I think our mission partly, I mean, part the big part of the mission is definitely getting teachers the resources and tools they need to take care of of their own personal yeah. well being. Um, but the the so they can stay in their jobs, so they can be a better teacher, so they can you know have the have the strength and 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 mental health to be able to. Um, teach our kids i mean and yep. and to be there for our kids and guide them through the difficult times in their lives and so for us it's just the but it's that it's that driver of the content but then what i what i love is this message from businesses saying like yeah you hear these negative voices that are you know say negative things about teachers or say negative things about the you know the profession or whatever but there's mm-hmm. the vast 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 majority of us um, that are that are wanting to celebrate and 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 help make sure that teachers know 
that they are critical to the success of our state. Yep. So, so I think that's the big yep. key yep. too for businesses. Yep. No, and it's a place for businesses to to walk what they're talking. Yep. Yes. Is that yep. Yeah. And <laughs> our registration is full, but how do people who are teachers who are listening or who yes. love teachers who are listening get on the wait list? So you just go to showupforteachers.org. You can get on the wait list. You can volunteer. Um, if teachers do want to volunteer, we give them special assignments so that they can participate as much as possible. So that is another great way to get teachers involved. And it's going to be great. It's July 19th at the Mountain America Expo Center in Sandy going to be incredible and i would we do need to mention the gala that's the next night that deseret news and utah business magazine are putting on yes they received hundreds of nominations of incredible educators incredible businesses that support those educators and we are going to be celebrating a selection of them on the 20th the night after so so we can't rest yet no so i guess i can sleep the 21st that's right if you want actually we have a thing on the 21st i'm so sorry it's fine (laughs) it's fine someday we'll see but probably never. Um, no, but I, and again, shout out to Sarah. You've been amazing uh, as always putting this together. And um, it's just a premier conference that um, I just don't, it, you know, I've talked to people in all over the country. I talked to first spouses. I talked to, you know, just political types. I talked to education folks. I don't think anybody in the country is doing what we're doing here. No. So mm-hmm. it, it's one of its one of a kind and we hope to share that message and you know Sarah's been amazing and it's just put such a great product together and we've worked really hard our team's worked really hard so shout out to to those those that have worked hard on it too. Hey, should we talk NGA real quick before we jump yeah. off? You've got yeah. some exciting stuff coming up. Yeah, yes. so NGA is the National Governors Association, and Spencer, my husband, the governor, will be the chair of the NGA. It's a bipartisan group of all, all governors across this, the country um, who who are you know want to come together and 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 make a difference and and really work together on things that you know right now a lot of political you know there's just not a lot of bipartisan work going on and 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 NGA really is they you know kind of consider themselves the adults in the room because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're the ones that are still working together on things that you know across the aisle and and it's really cool so we we love the organization um we all you know we participate in rga and the democratic they in the dga but but we 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 think NGA has a lot to offer. And so Spencer will be the chair, which means that we'll have a chair's initiative. And he and I have, and and our amazing team have worked on this idea uh, that the initiative is really going to be around healthy conflict and disagreeing better. Um, Disagreeing better just means that, you know, it's not just, it's not civility, although civility is part of it. It's not just being kind, although we want people to be kind. It really is about, getting us back to actually talking to each other again. Spencer and um, uh, the governor, uh, Governor Polis from Colorado, who will be the vice chair uh, when Spencer comes in, they it, it rotates between a, a Republican and a Democrat. So obviously Governor Polis, Polis is a Democrat. They just filmed a commercial um, talking about around the dinner table, how do you have really hard conversations with? Because who doesn't run into that, right? right? Like you know yes. your Thanksgivings, your Sunday dinners, yeah. your, you, you have that just, brother-in-law, or you have yeah. that uncle, or you have that niece, or you have somebody that's coming in hot with some crazy take, and you're just like, oh my gosh! And so people have just gotten yes. to where they just don't talk to each yep. other. Mm-hmm. Which again, that's not actually how our country was founded. That's not healthy. healthy. <laughs> yeah. 
So, um, so our whole initiative is going to be around that, and what and our team, our show up team, is going to be involved in each of these convenings. There'll be four different convenings around the country, um, two of them in Democrat states, two led states, governor led states, and two of them in Republican led states. And um, it will all be about how we have these conversations and how we gain the skills. Again, this isn't just fluff uh, like, mm-hmm. oh, kumbaya, we should all be nice to each other. No, this is actual. There are skills uh, that we we haven't learned as a society or like we knew, but we don't remember. And so there are actually skills. And there will, there'll be a playbook at the end that shows, uh, you know, like like a commercial like that like mm-hmm. you can do this commercial in your state with with an opponent or somebody from the other side um, and you can make this happen and so our responsibility uh, as part of this NGA might our team uh, show up is going to be serv- doing service projects at each one of these convenings um, and because we think uh, service is a huge component of being able to have healthy disagreement but actually bringing people together mm-hmm. and figuring out ways that we're we're so much more alike than we are different and so for us that's going to be a big part of it it's going to be a heavy lift it, again we may not sleep until <laughs> 20 20 something but like it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> Would you, but, Q2025 but it's, yeah Q, Q2025 <laughs> that's exactly what we're doing um, so anyway It'll be great. We're excited. Um, but we, before Sarah leaves, I know you're running out of time. Uh, book recommendations. Let's do a final Ooh, little yes, yes, like. Yes, yes. Case this is my favorite. This one is so easy for me because of our discussion just barely. Um, if you are coming to the conference, if you've heard of the conference, if you live in Utah, if you live outside of Utah, um, Arthur Brooks. Let's go back to him for a minute. I just finished, um, and I'm actually going to read again before the conference because I'm that nerdy, From Strength to Strength. It's an amazing book from him. It's um, very different than a lot of his past writings that have been political, philosophical, but this one is really, uh, it dives in in an amazing way to how to live a meaningful life and talks about a lot of really intense things in a way that I just never even heard or considered before in my life. Highly recommend. It's a pretty quick read. Um, and it'll be great for us to have that background going into the conference. But, um, beyond that, he's just a, you know, a brilliant thought provoking individual and it, it, it's just good for everyone. Yeah. Like there's not anybody who wouldn't benefit from that. And just read good stuff that makes you happy. That's yes. true. Come on people. That's Let's true. Just yes. do it. So Sarah, what, okay. what do you got? So this is another Brooks book oh. by Geraldine Brooks. Oh, I thought see you were going David Brooks for no, sure. No, did you see what uh-huh, I did there? Uh-huh. I know, I tricked you. So this is fiction. She just won the Pulitzer Prize for this book. It's called Horse. Oh, you would probably love what? it, it's How do I not Horse. know this? So it is based on a true story about a racehorse in Kentucky, <gasps> like Civil War time, but it like bounces back uh. and forth to modern day times and the Smithsonian and how they... Uh, like the bones of the horse, and they find the bones. Feels a of the little horse. night at the museum to me. It's kind mm. of like night at the museum, but it won a Pulitzer. Oh, okay, okay. So <laughs> Adam Sandler couldn't do that. Yeah, I'm totally, <laughs> I'm totally doing that one because of, it was for obvious very reasons. good. It touches on race. It touches on just so many of the the topics that are hot today. I love that. That's so good. interesting. And okay, have you read Sea Biscuit? If you have not, you should read oh, Seabiscuit. Okay. I saw the movie. And I think I've only <laughs> seen the movie. I know, but the book, it's so good. Because okay. okay, you get guys. this, like, you realize, like, oh, sorry, I could, this is probably my TED Talk, but <laughs> you told me I couldn't use it. So you couldn't do horses. <laughs> that is true. I did tell you that earlier, huh? I was like, <laughs> no, it's too easier. It's too easy. So, but, like, 
basically the personality and the heart of this horse. Like, hmm. it's really cool. Okay, wait, do I get to say one more? Yes, please. I just sped it in because I really have one more I need to please. talk about. Okay, yes. it's Demon Copperhead by Barbara Kingsolver, another fiction. I'm like, oh, the, she's great. She's she, great. What was the one I know from her? Uh, The one about the Africa. The, yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yep. it's good. You Kay. all know who she is. Yes. Um, okay. So she just wrote a book called Demon Copperhead, which is like a modern day retelling of David Copperfield. Oh. But it takes place in like... Tennessee area or Virginia, rural Virginia, Appalachia area, and it talks about the opioid crisis. But it it just put this beautiful human face on the opioid opioid crisis hmm. and kind of just the context of how it evolved and how it happened. And yeah. it just it was a really great book. It's heavy. It's a heavy mm, one, but yeah. I thought a very important one. So okay, I really like. So it. speaking of David Copperfield. You know my love for Charles Dickens, or maybe you don't. <laughs> I love. I mean, the, it fits the bill. You like the British television show of David Copperfield. <laughs> I love the books. I love. Okay. I love David Copperfield the book. Well, then you will love this book. Yes, because there I, are like. Yeah. Okay, so I'm walking under the um, along the Thames River in London. Uh, we're walking down the little river walk thing. As you do. As you do. And underneath one of the bridges, there is a ye old books, used book oh, stand. I'm in love already. Right? This sounds And amazing. so I, I have to just sit there and go through everything. And I found a copy of David Copperfield and I bought it. Oh, <laughs> I love like an old tiny little I David Copperfield. I love that. I love it so much. Oh, that's great. Anyway. Yeah. It's the best. Okay. okay. My books. Back to you. Uh, just finished one called Red Notice. Hmm. Really interesting about, uh, uh, his name is Bill Brower. He's the author, but he, it's his story of like how he was in Russia, um, doing business stuff. And he, anyway, mm-hmm. this attorney that he worked with and was helping him ended up in a prison and they killed him. And okay. it's like very relevant to help explain like, crazy stuff that's going on in Russia and the things that anyway okay, what's it called again it's called Red Notice okay, I'm putting it on my list really interesting and then I would say the last other one that I read that was really kind of fascinating was Devil in the Grove oh, and I don't know it. it's um, by Gilbert King it's about uh, Thurgood Marshall uh, during you know the, the 60s and his defense <laughs> of the Groveland four that were accused of rape and oh wow anyway, it's really again probably one of those really heavy books but it i it was a lot of stuff i didn't know about and it was hmm. really interesting and fascinating but um okay so those noted. are probably my two from my most recent ones that i, like I that i just finished i did sarah on your recommendation i um what's it called I read the chemistry. Chem- oh, lessons in chemistry. Lessons, lessons in lessons chemistry. In chemistry. Yeah. I couldn't get into it. I, I tried. It. Oh, I liked it. It was Should you I know, push through. I like, would. I think yeah. you would okay, like okay. it. It's it's fiction, and I don't read a ton of fiction, and it's modern fiction, which mm-hmm. again, but I thought the story was yeah. really interesting. It's kind of women power pushing through. Yeah, that makes me sound like anti-feminist. I couldn't get into it. No, (laughs) no, it was good. I just, yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, I gave it to Emma Kate to read. It does have some kind of a little little heavy. Wait, can I throw one more in? Since you guys both got two, I'm just saying. Um, Have we talked about Breath? (gasps) Breath by James. Oh, it starts with a C. Quick. Quick. Breath by James Nestor. Okay, this is a fascinating one. James Nestor is like, 
you know, one of the people that can't just read things, he has to experience it himself. And he goes on this crazy journey. And it's all true that this guy's like a brilliant scientist and an amazing writer. And it's all about the history of breathing in humans and mm. how things have changed and what we're doing wrong and what could be causing that. We're not and, breathing right. I mean, it's no, a wild no, 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 I can guarantee you're not. As, as somebody who, you know, I, I actually supposed learned to be involuntary. Good. I know. We're no, all doing it wrong. We're all doing it wrong. Now when like, if I see my kids are asleep and they have like their mouths open, close I just, your like, mouth. just close it real quick. Yeah. There's a lot, but it's okay. really practical. Very interesting. I mean, the guy is, he finds like a person, a group of people to like, secretly take him on some tours in the catacombs of, I want to say France so that he can look at skulls of individuals from various points in time yeah. to see how it's changing and to see how we're changing mm-hmm. our jaws. Well, and There's probably because I heard a thing like that. where like we're growing an extra bone on the back of our necks from yeah. being from like bending over, bending Yeesh. over to look at our phones. Yeah. <laughs> that. Um, it's wild. a very good book. Although, can I say this? My daughter gets congested, and I was like, maybe it's because she's breathing through her mouth, but it was because she needed her tonsils out. Oh, yes. So she did then. We'll try it now. Sweet lady. But it could be your tonsils. It might be that you're breathing with your mouth open. It might. Um, it's not a, a great read either. It's a great read. Oh, good. I can't sleep with my mouth That's open. That's good. I cannot sleep with. My mouth. Okay, then you'll so feel doing great it right. About then actually, you, you do breathe right. Great. So you should still read it, even if you're okay. doing it right. I actually <laughs> learned that I'm a very good breather. Oh, good. And then also a doctor told me that right after. So I was like, double check mark. I'm a good breather. I can put that on, <laughs> on like, my uh, resume. Put that on your resume. Put that on, the resume. on your Twitter bio. Oh, I'm a very good breather. I, I'm not a mouth breather. Yeah, it's so good though, and and insights related to you know self-regulation and mm. just great it was it was an all-around it's book. super interesting yeah. okay i've written them all down they're going okay. on my very very long book list i love it okay awesome uh we've this has been awesome you guys are the best uh we i do have to, a shout out to to my team i mean when i say my team literally it's us and um linda and emily at the mansion and i have to say like I really, people always say, I can't you come up to me. Like, I can't believe all the stuff you're doing. You guys are doing. And they always say me. And I always say, I have a great team. I have the best team. Um, I love my team. Love you guys. You're the best. Um, let's, let's keep it going. Get on board, everybody. All keep right. showing up. Keep showing up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs>